0: You are listening to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, your go-to source for unlocking your true soul purpose and unleashing it into your business. I'm your host, Coach Holly Marie, and I'm a reformed old-school business strategist turned spiritual business coach. I'm now helping you to tap into your spiritual power and build it into a business that not only changes the world, but brings you abundantly flowing money while you do it. Stay tuned for an epic show ahead and be sure to share your listening experience on Instagram, Tagging me at Coach Holly Marie so I can share the love. Now, grab your crystals, light some sage, and let's get hunting for purpose. Hello, hello, gorgeous beings, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Today you have got me, your host Holly Marie, again talking all things manifesta on today's episode. I am definitely feeling in a very fiery energy and fiery mood thanks to the uh, full moon recently just a couple of days ago at the time of recording and it's really kicking up in me a lot of these areas where I have experienced shadow in my gates and really kind of entrenched conditioning throughout my journey as a manifester. It's these areas that I see in manifestors everywhere from the literally hundreds of you that comment, that DM, that reach out to me, that email every single day, um, really expressing your vulnerability with the conditioning that you face and how hard it is to to move on from that conditioning, from acknowledging and bringing awareness to your own shadows and really trying to bring healing to that. So this episode today, I want to tackle one of the more... um, general conditionings that we face as female manifestors in particular, but it's an area that is never, ever spoken about or acknowledged. I certainly haven't seen any any acknowledgement of this in the human design space. Um, And in the wider kind of spiritual industry space, it's very much untouched, very much untapped into, we get a lot of kind of like love and light and pixies and rainbows and butterflies, a lot of this very kind of like soft energy in the spiritual spaces. And we tend to veer away from things that are challenging. You know, we, we kind of take this approach of your shadows and your conditioning and your demons are yours. And you do that in your space. We're not going to face this as a, as a spiritually awake body. And I feel a real charge to bring a change to that, to acknowledge that we, we do have some generalized conditioning that happens here. And it does need to be acknowledged by spiritual leaders and spiritual teachers, and it does need to be acknowledged within the human design space because human design is a really, really beautiful filter and framework with which to look at these things and how they are impacting us. So today, we are going to dig down into the effect of patriarchal conditioning on female manifestors in particular. Largely, my audience is female. Okay, I'm a female manifester, obviously. I attract other female manifestors. Generally speaking, females and that feminine energy are the ones who who wake up spiritually first. We're more aware of our energy. It's kind of well known in spiritual teachings that the feminine wakes up before the masculine wakes up because the masculine is there to support the feminine. So generally speaking, even within human design, we see a, a kind of large quota of females who are very into human design and understanding their design and not so many males. Um, I do have a small handful of beautiful male manifestors in my audience, and I always really, really enjoy their perspective and the energy that they bring, and and the alignment that they show. So in today's episode, this this is not man bashing. This is not you know saying that that male manifestors are bad and female manifestors are good. But what I want to speak about is really this specific conditioning that female manifestors face that comes from the patriarchal framework and hierarchy of our westernized societies. So when we talk about patriarchy, What we're really saying is this is a social framework. The patriarchal understanding of society and, and I guess the rule book of society is based on the hierarchy where men are higher than women. Men are considered to be smarter, the archetype of the man, and that masculine energy is considered to be better, stronger, firmer, clearer, more productive, more successful than that of the females or the feminine energy. And I could spend three hours on this podcast episode going back through the history of the patriarchy and where it comes from and the impact that it's had. It's definitely one of my areas of passion, looking at um, patriarchy versus matriarchy and, and how these really influence society and influence our belief systems in society. But let's just do kind of a, like a dip in the pond here and say as females, especially females in Western societies, We really experience an upbringing of a belief system that is built on the patriarchy. It's irrespective of whether you are a feminist, whether you have a lot of self-worth, whether you've been a really high achieving or highly successful woman, we have all experienced conditioning to submit to patriarchal authority. We will have experienced that in our families. We will have experienced it in our workplaces, in our friendships, in our education, in our marriages, in our parenting. We will have experienced this literally everywhere. And females readily connect to patriarchal conditioning, these these beliefs that we've been forced to take on about needing to be submissive to men, about needing to be quiet, so that men can be heard, about needing to sacrifice ourselves and our skills and our energies so that men can take the head Men can take pride of place. Men can be in the line before us, right? We see men get promoted ahead of women in workplaces. We see men in marriages and families take this kind of backseat role where women are forced to take on all of the emotional labor, forced to take on a large percentage of the parenting of the domestic duties of keeping everything running, Women under the patriarchal conditioning are really forced into submission and in this current modern age where we have a lot of expectations that we place on ourselves as women and that also are placed on us by society, what we get is this effect of being women who are forced into suppression, into submission, of needing to put our weight and our energy behind being supportive of men so that they can achieve in place of us achieving, but also being expected to hold all of that and achieve in our own right. We're expected to be wives, to be mothers, to be partners, to be career women, to be achievers, to be successful, but also to still be submissive to men. We can do all of that as long as it is still supportive of men. We can do all of that as long as it does not step on the toes of men. And what I really want to specifically bring up here through this filter of the patriarchy and and manifestors in human design is how has this really uniquely impacted female manifestors? When we look at the energy archetype of manifestors, and we understand that manifestors, irrespective of our gender, are here to be spokespeople. We're here to be That the edge of the collective, we're often told that we are the visionaries, right? In essence, we're here to do the shit that nobody else is going to do. We're here to get really fired up and really creative and really passionate about things that other people can't see. The creative urges that we experience are unconsciously tapped into the collective. We feel a creative urge to initiate something, to create something, to say something because it's what the collective needs. But the rest of the collective, 91% of the population that are non-manifestors are not seeing that. They're not sensing that. So we are always here to be quite brazen, to be very brave, to be quite blunt, to go against the grain and definitely to live behind our closed aura. We are here to live separate, to feel separate, to sense separate, to dream separate. We are here to be uninfluenced by people around us. And we are here very much so to not bend to the will of other people. We are here to be the leaders, not to be the followers. We cannot lead if we are always being submissive to someone else. And what this creates when we look at this fusion of patriarchal conditioning where women are expected to submit, to bend, to lean over, to give in to the whims of men and, and to the desires of men so that men can continue to run the global society, when we fuse that with manifesto energy, what we get is a whole bunch of female manifestors that are conditioned to be people pleasers. I recently did a post on Instagram about this um, out-of-alignment archetypes that we get for manifestors where we really demonstrate our manifestor wounding by being either people-pleasing manifestors, always um, explaining ourselves, asking for permission, being very submissive and and being deeply resentful and angry about that, feeling very limited. Or on the other hand, we swing away from that and we become the rebel manifestors where we say the giant fuck you to everyone around us. I'm going to do what I want. I don't care how many toes I step on. And the truth is that alignment for a manifestor actually lives somewhere in between the two where we are acknowledging of other people, but we're not seeking permission and where we are rebellious to a point, as long as it's not hurting other people, we're here to, to expand. We're here to do new things. We're, We're here to do things that other people won't do, but we're here to do that for the good of everyone and for the good of society. What I see very, very often, frequently, daily, in fact, and what I experienced myself as a female manifestor is that a vast majority of female manifestors live within the out-of-alignment archetype of the people-pleaser manifestor because patriarchal conditioning has told us that we need to. Patriarchal conditioning, this patriarchal society that we live in as females has said to us, You need to bend. You need to submit. In fact, your role as a woman to be a good woman is to put yourself aside, to sacrifice yourself, to sacrifice your desires and your wants, and to give of yourself to others for the satisfaction and success of others. We don't even need to look any further than just the role of the mother to understand how true that is. As mothers, I myself have three children. As mothers, we are expected to sacrifice to the point of self-detriment. And the more we sacrifice, the more we submit, the more we give of ourselves and put our own wants and our own desires and our own needs on pause, the better we are seen as mothers. And I can hear like mothers all around the world listening to this podcast episode right now going, hmm like mm, freaking like this is the role that is expected of us as mothers in a patriarchal society. That's not to say we can't do it differently. I have worked very, very hard to do it differently and to break this conditioning. But when we're talking about female manifestors who are experiencing this people pleasing behavior, where we feel like we need to ask permission where we feel like we need to explain ourselves, where we feel like any any creative urge that comes through, anything that we want to do has to be put on hold. Because as soon as we put something that we want on hold, we are immediately being good self-sacrificing women for the sake of men around us. Even if we're not conscious of that connection, that's the belief system that we've been brought up to have. And it becomes a very unconscious behavior. So, I hate to, you know, kind of put these like generalized information and content out there and say, hey, oh, you see yourself as being a people-pleasing manifester. That's just you being out of alignment. So you just got to get back in alignment. I hate to do that without also acknowledging that for women in particular, getting back in alignment from that people-pleasing manifester archetype is a deeper, richer, more entrenched conditioning it's an issue. Because what it brings into question is our understanding of our role in society. It's our belief system around family, around marriage, around our role in industry and workplace, even our role within friendships and the social network, the social structure. This really brings into question our identity as a whole. If I am not people-pleasing, And keeping everybody around me happy by being submissive to their desires, what am I doing? Who am I? That's all that I've ever been taught. That's all that I've ever known. That's the only way that I can keep peace and harmony around me, even though that eats me up inside, even though that makes me resent everything about my existence, even though that makes me seethe in anger at other people when this is expected of me. In a lot of ways, it just is easier to submit because I don't want to have to shake everything up. I don't want to have to break all of these rules because I don't know who I am if all of these rules are broken. I don't know who I am as a matriarch, if you want to swing the other way, or I don't know who I am in a truly gender equal society because we are yet to see a truly gender equal society. Here's the encouragement that I want to give you for this. Any female manis that are listening to this. We are moving into the new paradigm. I've mentioned this before. In human design, there is a teaching that states that there is a seven-year humanity paradigm shift that begins with the year 2020. It completes in the year 2027. And this paradigm shift is moving us into a feminine age. It is moving us into a consciously awake, energetically balanced feminine age. Genuinely, the rise of the female is coming and i know that this year 2020 has really been like the dark night of the soul like the dark moon this has been the purge this has been the breakdown this has been every every shadow every fear every hurt every trauma has come up into consciousness and we need that that is necessary But please remember that as we move through this transition, as we move through this paradigm shift, it is more important now than it ever has been to challenge your patriarchal belief system as a woman, to challenge yourself as a female manifester, to say, what do I believe about myself as a woman in society? What do I believe about the power of the feminine? and the power of the role of females who are manifestors? Do I truly see myself as a visionary, as a dreamer, as a leader, as a teacher and an expander of the collective as a female manifestor? And if I don't, what conditioning is getting in the way of me connecting with that? Irrespective of your gender, you came here as a manifester to change the world. I believe that this patriarchal conditioning has really held manifestors down. It's held females manifestors, female manifestors down, significantly limited us and tamped us down. It's almost kind of wrapped us, wrapped us in cotton wool and shoved us under the water. We felt that we've been drowning, we've been suffocated, we've been stagnant, we've been so bound and limited that we haven't been able to truly move. And right now that is awakening and that is shifting and that, that cotton wool that we've been wrapped in is coming off and those soggy clothes are being stripped away and we are breaking the surface of this water and we are breathing perhaps for many of us for the very first time. Now is the time to face this. Now is the time to face this. And I strongly encourage you to really look to female manifestors who are leaders, to really look to these women who have already broken through that patriarchal conditioning and are already leading the way in this divine feminine energy as manifestors. Very often our our role models for manifestors are males because generally speaking, our male manifester counterparts do not experience patriarchal conditioning. They do not have these limitations placed on them. They are much more socially accepted to be bold and to be brazen and to say, I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm going to go after what I want. I'm going to create and I'm going to initiate and I'm going to do it in my own energy. And I don't care about your opinion. They, don't, they haven't been taught to be submissive. In my experience, male manifestors may have been taught that they need to be socially polite but not that they need to be submissive. And so when we look at these male manifestors as role models, what we're missing in following that is that there is this significant portion of our conditioning as female manifestors that is not being acknowledged and that we're not seeing or witnessing the male manifestors lead the way in helping us heal that. So look at female manifestors. If you are a female, look at female manifestors who have moved through this patriarchal conditioning, who have really released those shackles, who have done the healing, who have gone through all of that experience to emerge on the other side as a very aligned divine feminine female manifestor. That's one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself as we continue to move through this paradigm shift. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you are a male manifester who is listening, please reach out. I would love, love, love to hear your thoughts on this. I myself am surrounded by a lot of male manifestors in my own life and in in the online community. So, I do see a lot of male manifesto traits and I'm always really curious about alternative perspectives from male manifestors about what conditioning you've experienced, about, you know, what your shadows and and your journey has been as a manifester who's a male. Female manifestors, if this has hit really hard for you, I encourage you to please like take a screenshot, tag me, share this on social media, get this message out to more female manifestors because when we do that, we help unlock, we help heal more people and we help bring this very, very necessary conversation into the conscious collective, into the forefront, into conversation. And that, my dear manis, is exactly what we are here to do. So I am going to leave you with that. I am going to let you sit through this. Thank you so much for taking the time and the energy to listen, to let me speak to you through your closed aura. I hope that this has brought you clarity, awareness, and healing today. And until next time, I encourage you, I urge you all to continue hunting for purpose. thank you for listening to this episode of hunting for purpose if you loved this episode don't forget to take a photo or a screenshot jump on over to instagram and tag me at coach holly marie on your stories or your posts so that i can share the excitement with you we will definitely be meeting again on the next episode but until then keep hunting for your purpose babe